0: No handlebars. bars. Everyday success for a better life.
1: Oi, Mades, it's Tori here, and I am currently barreling down the highway the speed limit and i have left the no handlebars headquarters secret headquarters in order to pursue tucson whoops phoenix phoenix i meant phoenix and the goal is not tucson i just realized i've been telling myself this in my head for at least like five minutes on the sign picturing the sign tucson no that means i need to drink more coffee uh, we are going to Phoenix today, and that means it's a 10-hour and 17-minute drive, and I think that is a achievement. Hey guys, welcome back to No Handlebars. It's Tori, your host. Thank you again for tuning in. A round of applause for you. So today we have a weird, spontaneous episode I recorded during a drive to Phoenix. So... On today's personal achievement episode, you get to ride with me in my car from the No Handlebar's secret mountain lair headquarters to Phoenix, Arizona. So why am I going to Phoenix? I was supposed to fly here for a bachelorette party. I was going there for an old friend named Bree. Hi, Bree. Hi, Bree. Hi, Bree. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to sound really sultry. Hi, Brie.
0: <laughs> so I know Brie
1: because we were all super good friends in college. Had a whole lot of fun going out to the weekends and on Wednesdays and maybe Thursdays. And all our boyfriends were friends. And honestly, her boyfriend was the only one who didn't suck. So now they're getting married. Woo! So, due to flight fiascos, I decided to stick it to the airlines by driving 10 hours to Phoenix instead of flying. They said, have fun with that. It'll be fun, right? Well, it turns out it was way bigger of a challenge than I anticipated. I needed to channel a a whole lot of perseverance to make it happen. Here's a story, listen up. Road trip, Uh, road trip. (laughs) When that thing you need to do, or maybe that goal you wanna achieve, and and it's like a race or something, or a drive to Phoenix, Arizona, when it finally presents itself, you're like, ooh, maybe I don't wanna do this. But don't give up, and you keep on going, make it happen, and then you celebrate your victory once you get there, right? What I'm trying to say in this rambling of a road trip recording is that I woke up that morning suddenly nervous for this endeavor I was about to embark upon, and I told myself I was gonna do it. So I had to do it. I had to get there for Brie. even though suddenly, 10 hours sounded like <laughs> So right now I'm looking at some dark, mountains that look kind of like a dark purple blue right now. The sky is a shade of yellow to green to light blue to a darker blue, and the clouds are a purpley pink, and I'm going way too fast for this curve. So stay with me, folks. Achievement every day.
0: No handlebars. Welcome to the construction podcast brought to you by Tori. No handlebars.
1: What did you just hear? Well, that's my boyfriend, Jimmy. An update. So a couple weeks after I recorded this, I was having a bad day and my Jimmy calls me up. My Jimmy. (laughs) And he says, hey, so do you want to take a few days off work? And I'm thinking, oh, he's going to take me on a great trip. He says, well, do you want to drive to Phoenix? And I said, that's like the worst thing you could tell me on this day. <laughs> that's definitely not what I want to do. <laughs> just because I couldn't take off work. And also just like, no, it sounded terrible. Plus, I had to be without Jimmy for a couple of days. It made my day worse. But whatever. Jimmy proceeds to drive to Phoenix, Arizona by himself. And I asked him to record a little bit of it. Maybe a couple of minutes just to add to this episode. An hour and a half later, he was still recording wild monologues. Mostly about construction, his business. Here's how it began.
0: Here we are on the drive to Phoenix from Colorado. This one's for Tori and her stories. About 10 o'clock, been on the road since 3.30 in the morning. And not too bad. Starting in the morning is pretty good. And oh, here we go. Gotta slow down to 45. I'll check back in in maybe an hour or so. Might have something better to say. I don't know about this whole recording thing.
1: A couple more hours on the road changes attitude, and he definitely started to go cuckoo in the coconut.
0: Okay, welcome back. Here we go. had to make a couple lane changes there to maintain my course to Phoenix, Arizona, all the way from Gunnison, Colorado. Oh, here we go. It is now 11.30 a.m. Been on the road since 3.30 in the morning. Why am I going to Phoenix, you say, or you ask? I gotta get more flat sheets for my roofing company. Came up on this house and... In less words than Jimmy would use in his roofers
1: rant, essentially it was quicker and cheaper for him to pick up his materials himself for a roof that had all sorts of things unexpected about it tune in later this summer for the uncut version of the roofers rant by Jimmy avril that i get to hear most days
0: <laughs> back to the story osb for fascia and then set the regular cedar fascia beneath that geniuses right
1: so me and my mom rena we talk a lot she's comes from an italian family she's very much in your life and very excitable is one way to put it. So I didn't exactly tell her that I had cancelled my flights and decided to drive ten hours to Phoenix because I knew she would freak out. Hey Ma. Um so I think I'm gonna make that drive to Phoenix again because I forgot something there. So I'm actually gonna leave in a couple days and go drive back what?
2: ten hours. No stop it <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, Why would you say that? Why, what makes you think you say that?
1: Because I wanted to just see what your reaction was of about how you felt about me driving 10
2: hours by myself. Well, you got it. Maybe you're just saying that. Maybe you really are going. No, I will never do that again. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, you know, driving by yourself, that unfamiliar territory, not the greatest thing for my 25-year-old daughter. And twenty now, ma. Growing up, twenty, twenty-six. Yeah, twenty-six. Oh, <laughs> yes. Eight hours to go.
1: In the mountain, still hitting a little bit of a block. It's only like two hours in. Because I was going up a hill and my car got kind of hot. And I'm like, pull over, fucking lights, dad! So I call my mechanically inclined father, and he's all like, Hello? Dad. Hello? Hello? Tori? Finally got him talking. And then I was like, dad, is this bad? And he's like, I don't know! And I'm like, well, shit, you're supposed to know these things. Deep breath, and... Keep on driving. But yeah, that kind of thing can really be like, should I just turn back? Holy crap. But I think my goal now is to get to Phoenix. If it's really an issue, which doesn't seem like it is, then we'll buy a new car.
0: Cha-ching.
1: <laughs> but, uh, oh, oh. Highway 145. Okay, okay. You know what that means? That means it's almost time for me to eat my chicken yarrow I've been saving, yeah. Tried to listen to a couple podcasts, just wasn't getting into it. Got some music bumping. Okay. Keeping trucking. Trucking, trucking. I have to pee. I gotta pee. Seven hours to go. So I neglected to mention that I'm actually driving a pretty impressive car. Just kidding. It's kind of a
2: tin can, wouldn't you say? It's an older model Subaru, which are pretty reliable, but, I mean, everything has its limits. <laughs> your car is just a trooper, I think. It just keeps on going. It's really bad on your sciatic nerve, though. Really bad. I had to, after What's we went cross-country with the seats, it it effed <laughs> up my sciatic nerve for a year. Oh, I never man. had. <laughs> The still worn <laughs> Better seat,
1: yeah. Subaru, the car will go on forever, but the seats need some improvements for Next. sure. I'm deciding to record because I just went, oh! <laughs> I just looked at my phone and I have six and a half. No, more than six hours. Six hours fifty minutes left of this drive. It made my chest like go... Oh Fuck! I think I've done three hours? Wait 6, 7, eight, nine, Wait no 7, 8, 9, ten. Yeah, first. Three hours. And now I have to do double that? Do I sound like a soft-shelled crab? Yeah. But remember, my rickety pea green 20 year old Subaru was overheating rather mysteriously and the party was only two nights. Was it worth it? I was nervous to meet all these girls I really hadn't met before besides Bree. I started to think, should I actually do this? If I was gonna turn this pea green swag wagon around, time was now and I couldn't call anybody. I was out of reception to get their opinion on what I should do. I had to make this rather not that hard decision on my own. So I decided to keep going. Ooh, I feel like crying almost And I'm missing my jimmy Because Insert cringe He's so good on road trips And I get to hold his hand And he makes me feel good The car's getting hot And it's nice to talk to And he teaches me things
0: Hey Tori I love you this number three recording, recording number three on my way to Phoenix. I was just thinking about uh, this could be a little short for you. Um, called the gravy episode. We all like gravy. Extra gravy is always good. You put gravy on your potatoes, mashed potatoes. I like gravy. I love gravy. I'm sure you like gravy too. Everybody likes being smothered in gravy.
1: Oh gosh. Okay. Once I just get to the next reception zone, I need to download a <laughs> ton of bot podcasts and get rid of this tightness in my chest. We got this.
2: This Hello. call is being recorded. What? Why is this call being recorded? <laughs> because I'm recording it. Why? i on this
1: episode about my drive to Phoenix, and it's kind of just like a funny episode of me, like, twacking out. <laughs> <while driving. laughs> this is my oldest friend, Maggie. I called her several times during the drive. I called you,
2: like, a couple times during the drive, didn't I? Yeah, I mean, you called me, like, quite a few, I'd say. What's the furthest you think you've ever driven
1: on a road trip?
2: Sanibel Island, right? In Florida? Yeah. yeah. But that whole trip, I was asleep. I didn't oh even have God. to do anything, so that doesn't count. Have
1: you ever driven alone,
2: like, a distance, like, two hours? How do you mm. vibe when you're
1: alone and driving?
2: Oh, I like it a lot better than being with people. Do you think you would like it if it was 10 hours long? Yeah. You think Just you'd like, like it? my music? Yeah. You don't think you would freak better out than like being I, with I did? People? Yeah, but I'd also probably start, like, tweaking. I can't really <laughs> drive at night, too. Like, my grandma, she's not allowed to drive at night you know that i under, i can see why because <laughs> like you know. supple young people can't even drive at night you know? her license it says not allowed to drive past sunset Double. i'm probably gonna be like that though at 30 years old your license is gonna say <laughs> not allowed <laughs> to drive like, at night i know i'm scared for that day
1: six hours to go oh bros you will not guess what happened guess where I'm leaving? I'm leaving the mechanic. Because my radiator cap apparently doesn't fit correctly, therefore the coolant we put in our reservoir could not reach the radiator. So minus 1.5 hours and a whole lot of me wanting to go home and fuck it all. But knowing that I must persevere. You know, at this point, We're not exactly sure if the radiator cap being loose and causing pressure loss to pull the radiator fluid to the radiator was actually the issue. But the thing is, I'm about to drive onto a Native American reservation that is like a hundred miles long or more. There's like hardly any gas.
0: Yeah, it's pretty monotonous here. Driving by some nice sandstone. Um, Yep. Not much going on here in Navajo Nation.
1: Desert everywhere. My nerves, they're going. NHB, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Spring season of No Handlebars podcast is brought to you in part by Gene Taylor's Sporting Goods in Gunnison, the No Handlebars secret headquarters. Gene Taylor's is located on the corner of Wisconsin and Tomichi Avenue. Gene Taylor's is family owned and operated for over 60 years in the Gunnison Valley. Wow. So what does a partnership mean for you? It means deals. It means 10% off your choice of the best gear for the best price in Colorado. And they got mad deals going on, so you can combine discounts up to 50%. What? So get in there and get those goods you've been wanting. Right now, they got all that end-of-ski season gear on sale. That means snowboards, skis. They got helmets. They got hunting and fishing gear. They got sunglasses. They got the things that hold your sunglasses on your head so they don't fall in the river every time you take your brand-new Jean-Taylor supboard out. They got the best camp gear, just in time for warmth and summer fun, and shoes. Well, they got lots more than shoes, but did you know you can tell a lot about a person from their shoes? Our coupon code will be dropped later in this episode, so stay with us. Use our code in March to get 10% off, and support No Handlebars Podcast. Exclusions include ski rentals, fish and hunting license, and firearms. So just hoping that we can carry through, get there, sit by the pool, and... It's gonna be fine six more hours my bubs
2: for 19 miles
1: continue straight
0: Ooh, there's a roof that's about to get roofed it's got ice and water shield on it shingles are loaded at the top boy oh boy that tickles me good ah hello
1: I'm entering the four corners I think I should just keep going. Oh, here's the Arizona sign. So far I've cried (laughs) because I didn't know what to do, if I should keep going or turn back. Other people are telling me to turn back. Everyone's real, other people are being like, go forward, like until you shouldn't, definitely. Mom says, you know, of course mom says, turn back. I can't believe you're driving. <laughs> what else are moms for? You know, they're like that one side of our consideration. Being like, I could just be nice to myself and go home. Or do you be that young, youthful go-getter who refuses to quit and go forward. So, you know, I'm a like, fucking bag of fucking nerves.
2: Proceed to the root.
1: Ah! You right, you right. Proceed to the root. I know. Okay, so Vanna White or whatever her name is has a different idea of what I should do. Proceed to the root. Okay, yes, we get it, Vanna.
2: You were going to turn around, and then I tried to tell you, you know, you can do this, it's okay, you know, trying to talk you out of it. Of jumping off the the window ledge. I don't know if it was that dramatic. It was dramatic, it was... Dramatic. Kid, I mean, your super broke down and you're driving, you're still driving right there. I would have turned around.
1: Four and a half hours to go. Love
2: now and Did you fall
1: in love last love. night, love
2: was stronger than anything
0: Oi, oi.
1: Your host, Tori, here. Today, we're bringing you a story of endurance that comes from... From
2: the New York Times, I'm Mia Lee.
0: And I'm Dan Jones. Oh, yeah. No handlebars.
1: Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Boy, what's up, dude? Yeah. You know, and now you I'm realizing. Oh sh- 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 I gotta shut uh, these guys up. You're gonna through that channel for about 20 I'm listening to stuff you should know. They're really nerding out on the Panama Canal right now. While well, I have persevered past our last checkpoint, or hold up or mental breakdown of sorts.
0: This is my go-to podcast. But yeah, let's listen to some Dave Ramsey. A real quick question for you. I'm trying to figure out whether or not I should uh, spend a
2: little extra money to get a trust.
0: Um, There you have it. Just driving through the desert listening to Dave Ramsey.
1: Dave Ramsey is a call-in financial advice podcast. He's Southern. He's definitive.
0: He's legit. Also listen to Entree Leadership, some motivational podcasts, a little bit of reggae music to keep my head bobbing. every once in a while, I just, you know, if I'm starting to swerve, I just start yelling! Oh my God! It's okay. We're good. Just got to spike the adrenaline a little bit. Keep your eyes on the road. Okay. I'll check back in another 100 miles.
1: So, I feel like I've crushed most of the, um, drive here through the reservation. I feel pretty graggy, picturing going home on the way back. Um, am I having a good time? No, no, I still was not having a good time. After this, the mood started to lift a little bit. I turned on Stuff You Should Know and other podcasts, but I really couldn't get into the Panama Canal at that time. My focus was on the road, just the road above. Above, below, around me, the road was everywhere. It was hard to know where my mind was, though. My focus was on the road, but where were my thoughts? Was my mind really just blank, or were my thoughts in the two days from now, driving back, or were they at home in Gunnison, sitting on the couch, eating a sandwich? One thing I kept telling myself was how, when I get to Phoenix for the bachelorette party, there's a pool, and there's a hot tub. And it's supposed to be warm in Phoenix. And these are the things that made me keep on going. But also Brie. I love that girl. <laughs> I've come to a thought where I think my laugh at some point sounds like a creaky chair. Like, ah, ah, ah. That one sounds like, ah, hee, hee, hee. Oh, my God. I hate when people, people pass. you must <laughs> stay in your <laughs> plane, you <laughs> head. Where you got to go? We're in the desert. Just trying to get out of the desert, man.
0: Oh, and then this car here going up for the pass. I just passed them, by the way, with cruise control on. Oh, yeah. Dictators. Ah, oh, Grand my right Gears. Exit that out of here. I don't need to be calling people dictators.
1: I'm a huge fan of the desert. Like it's kinda boring. Probably not as boring as the cornfields. There's some nice rocks out here. Right? Yeah, like these two on the side of the road. We got two. And they stand up on like soldiers in the night little pickup parked in front of them what you doing There's so many people that pull off and I think they're dealing drugs. My question for myself is why I keep challenging myself to do these really these things that I like just don't want to do <laughs> I'm like I'm just gonna do them anyway and I'm gonna make it a good time and then it's like it's not a good time here's some examples of me doing things I don't want to do or didn't one drive 10 hours across the desert in a bucket of bolts that is my car <laughs> two go to a silent monastery for five days just because i said i would i swear i've never known a longer day in my life uh that is since i was a kid and someone told me i had to wait an hour to go to the park that was a really long hour something like that three that one really traumatic night where i didn't want to go out to the bars but i did and then some guy with a machete decides to knock the bouncers chicken wings onto the ground
0: dude dude
1: pretty scarring and uncool for everybody
0: why the hell would you do that man
1: but looking back all those times were really worth it The monastery gave me the idea for no handlebars, and that chicken wing night, eh, you know, it's a good story. And Bree's Bachelorette Weekend turned out to be so refreshing. I remember seeing that first palm tree, like, long and leaning over the highway, that first non-native palm tree in Phoenix, a welcoming saying, you've made it, but it's still kind of cold here. The girls of the Bachelorette Weekend turned out to be a great patchwork of people. Bree's friends and family, we hot tubbed, we went out. In one bar, I got up onto the stage and tried to like miss Maisel, everybody was there. Everyone was packed shoulder to shoulder. I decided to get on the stage and be like, yo, the bouncer said no, and pulled me off. But that gave me a power. (laughs) I found a lot of confidence in this weekend, just as the woman I am. And the desert, it's so magical. The saguaro forests, as I called them. Those tall, power-posing cacti just sprawling over the hills of the Sonoran Desert. It's not a landscape I had ever seen before, and I was so happy to witness it. Now, I just had to drive back. By the way, here's our coupon code. NHB coupon code. The NHB code is No Handlebars March. You gotta use this code this month, so get in there. Hike on up to that register, and with your purchase, tell them you'll just be using No Handlebars March code. Thank you, Jean Taylors. up. it's Tori. <laughs> yeah. So, I did not check in after my arrival, my success to Phoenix. Um, yeah, because I was miserable. <laughs> that, you know, I you heard me. I went into it, been like, this will be easy, or it will probably be easy. I feel a little bashful saying it'll be an achievement, honestly. But, woo! I remember getting on. The final stretch of highway, and it was dark, and I get on the highway tired, wondering if I made the wrong decision to go forward, I should have just turned back. Get on and, and, you know, Marsha, or whatever I call her, Velma, Vanna, she says, continue straight for 150 miles, I might have cried at that point waterworks were on full blast I don't know what's up and, you know it's so stressful when you come over these hilly phoenix roads or Arizona roads the right and then yeah it actually is only a two-lane road at that point but people are going 75 you know and I just burst out crying and crying and driving is not a great combination you know bleary eyes and you're emotional and you know you're not really exactly in your most aware state so it all turned out to be a grand metaphor for persevering and going forward. Like, crying's okay, but you just have to stop crying at some point. You know what the best part about when I called you was in the end when it was dark and I was really over it and still far away, but and now I the traffic the was the worst. You. Stayed on the phone with me.
2: And then, and yeah, think, until you literally pulled up to the B&B. Literally tried to keep me on the phone while I was walking in the door. Yeah, so you were like. <laughs> They're here. It's okay. It's okay. But I couldn't believe that you found it, you know, with just your little GPS on your little tiny phone and your shitty little car, your shitty little Subaru. Can I get a round of applause for modern technology and my mom? And then you were, remember you were seeing all those wild mules?
1: (laughs) Yeah, the wild donkey crossing. Yeah. Yeah. Next 20 miles, you gotta watch out for mules on the road. There was a picture of a donkey. (laughs) Seriously, I guess there's wild donkeys out here. I hope they stay off the road. I don't wanna see a donkey out here. There's seriously donkeys out there, so funny. So, in the end, My car survived, I survived, and Jimmy, he's fine. He just kinda went into a manic state of talking to himself and continued driving another five hours for a total of 15. So despite obstacles, everyone, remember to proceed to the route. Listen to your GPS. Your inner GPS in your soul. On the way back, my inner GPS told me to start by heading to the Saguaro Forest. So I spent sunrise amongst those giant power-posing cacti I played my Native American flute for the desert, saw some freaking wild horses, and proceeded to the route. Shortly after, I almost ran out of gas in the middle of nowhere. But you know what? I wasn't worried. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to No Handlebars. To see some pictures from the Saguaro Sunrise, follow No Handlebars, Instagram, no Handlebars underscore podcast. Soundbites for this episode were downloaded from freesound.org, and the intro music was produced by Tommy LaVita Loca. Alright, whenever you're ready.
2: Oh yeah.
0: No handlebars.
2: Goodbye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fell down many a times but the big thing you get back up, wipe the dust off and keep marching forward
2: I love you